This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Go! Go! Still say go at the same time. Yay! Yay! Hello and Hello. welcome. <laughs> yeah, I've been taken away, please. Hello and welcome to We Heart Worry. This is a comedy podcast about worry and anxiety. Yes, I'm Yasmin Akram. I'm Philippa Dunn. Um, Philp. Mm. <laughs> this uh, this weekend, I was um, was just doing some chilling, and I was watching The Beguiled on Netflix, or as I like to call it. The best case scenario, starring Nicole Kidman, yeah. Kirsten Dunst. Oh, I know who's coming up. Because <laughs> I saw the thumbnail for The Beguiled recently and I was on my short form list of questions to ask Yasmin Akram. Have you seen The Beguiled? Because um, there's someone in it called... A Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Phil, it's yeah. a, a film basically about all of my dreams coming true. Right. You find one finds... In this scenario, little girl finds an injured girl oh, on injured. the side of the road. Oh, she brings him back to the house full of women. What do they? What happens? Of course, they go nuts from. They go nuts from. They like the look of him. They like the look from. Not only do they like the look of him, he's doing his own voice. He's doing Dublin's finest baritone. Fabulous. He's from he's from Ireland. Oh, for doing the war things. I, to be honest with you, I didn't really listen to the plot because there's a whole two minutes where Nicole Kidman is is um, giving him a, a bed bath. Oh, yes. Did you write this movie? <laughs> and and no, no, no. You couldn't have written this movie because Nicole Kidman wouldn't even be in the movie. It would be Yasmin front and centre giving him the bed bath. It would be no other women in the whole house. Just me. <laughs> just you going in. You checking on him, and he's injured, so he can't get away from me. Yeah, I'm getting misery vibes. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit that and misery would be the actual true life situation. Would you turn it into misery though? I'd hobble him if you tried to left, sure. <laughs> yeah, to left. I know what you mean. If you tried to left, if you, I'd hobble him if you tried to left. If you tried to leave. Um, I'd, yeah, I'd make sure there was no leaving. But I... This is in olden times, isn't it? It's set in olden times. So he's wearing a bloody white billowy shirt. Is this... Like um, the Civil War, American Civil it's War. It's the American Civil War. What's he doing there? He's over from Dublin. He gets involved in the war two days in kind of thing. Two days off the boat, he thinks to sign up. Oh, okay. Then he sees war. He's not interested. He runs. He gets injured. The, the leg gets... Uh, something happens to the leg. Right. He, then he, he, he collapses. One of the wee girls from the place finds him, brings him back. Mm. Every single woman goes cock to hoop over him. Do they, they try and keep him? They... The thing is, right? They keep saying, "Oh, they want him to go. They want him to go." Oh. But they're, they're 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 doing their hair. They're wearing the jewelry. You know what I mean? They're they're all obsessed with him. They're all getting like obsessed with him. Mm. And and the thing is, he's just lying there, being mm. charming and Irish, not knowing what's going on at all. Every single time somebody showed up with a new necklace, or was oh. go, or one of them sneaks into the room one night and kisses him. Oh, I was like, listen, all of this is just it's just common sense. I'm intrigued now. I kind of want to watch this because it sounds a bit weird. It, it's, 
I mean, the end then kind of it all goes a bit nuts. And I won't Is it a kind it. of a thriller situation? It's just a very, it's like a slow burn. Um, I think my taking it is, uh, you, you know, the kind of, this, this thing of all these women being together very peacefully. Mm. And then this, this energy, this male energy, this, this masculine swarthy energy mm. comes in and they are, they're all ripped apart by this, by this, this man. Yeah. And what a man is what I'm saying. And it just, it was that thing of going, who else, who else would have that effect on a banjee load of women? Who else would be getting everybody, changing their hair, mm. coming in, giving them a kiss in the mouth? You know, Nicole Kidman's doing, you know, the Nicole Kidman thing. She's icy. Mm. She's icy, but she's, she's beautiful. She's broken. She's doing all that. She's doing, the, you know, I don't want to want him, but here I am giving him a bed bath and we all know what's going through my mind. I just want to say bed bath and beyond. <laughs> That's a chain in America. Do you know, it? you wouldn't be saying that if you were watching it because there's a, there's there's several bits in it where you just think, great. <laughs> so if you were to review it for a magazine, yeah, forget the star rating system. Yeah. You, just, you just put down, great. Great. And then... <laughs> you put then down, no, brackets. you put down, Colin Farrell, space. Great. And then in brackets, bed path. And Just so they'd know which bit was particularly great. Okay. Focus on that one yeah. bit. I don't want to sound, because, you know, if we, were, if we were two blokes talking about a woman, it would be, you know, quite objectifying. But at the same yeah. time, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> it, was the, it was the greatest afternoon I'd spent in a very long time. Is it a long film? Yeah, it didn't feel long film. <laughs> it wasn't long enough. It wasn't long enough. <laughs> Flew in. And if anything, the, he got better too quick for my liking. <laughs> so this is why, if you were to make the film, I'd be getting, I'd be getting misery vibes. Yeah. No, if it was just me and him, oh trouble. It would be trouble, and he'd want to leave, and I would be like, "Listen, you're going nowhere. Get, get the the hobbler out." Oh God, I can't. Now I'm getting mental images of that film. Misery. It was a scary film, wasn't it? Kathy Bates was amazing in it. Amazing, amazing. Oh, she's good. Terror. 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 That's, you know, because uh, the Stephen King vibe. Although Absolutely. There's been lots of uh, Stephen King films adapted from the books that haven't been great. Mm. But that one is is top notch. Stand By Me, my all time favourite film is, is a Stephen King novella. Mm. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Talking of which. Shawshank Redemption. Sorry, novella. Um, You're writing again. Fucking, oh yeah. Back to, back to my books. Uh <laughs> It's chapter two coming out. Oh, I don't think you'll be coping with that. I won't be going. I won't be going. Did you go to the first one? I, no, I surely did not. <laughs> it's like, honestly, I feel like me and that clown have just been too, through too much together. I was going to say, you want nothing to do with each other. I know you are particularly uninterested in him. Yeah. Yeah. And clowns in he general. He ruined my life, right? I just wanted to be a normal 15 year old reading a book. Mm. Changed everything. Then Sky put out it. It was on Sky, wasn't it? It was on Sky. And mm. there... The first, whatever, a year ago, in a car, driving somewhere. I see the fucking balloon. I see the bleeding shoes. I think he's back. I think he's back after all this time. For you. I'm not letting him back in. No. He did me wrong the first time. Actually, just had a brainwave. Was it 30 years since the original, I wonder? Because you know he comes back every 30 years. Well, it's not... Oh, maybe it is because it was released in the 80s, wasn't it? And they made We were kids anyway. We were kids and Tim Curry did a... Yeah, he did it. He did him. He did... He was it. Very good. Very frightening. Mm. Um, but now I feel, I saw, I listened to the trailer because I couldn't watch it okay. for the second one with the, with it being a granny 
did oh. you? And it was freaking me out because there was scuttling. Oh, there was scuttling. I've, I've seen that clip. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't with that, Phil. Yeah. Is it terrifying? Because they're scuttling. They're scuttling. I can't remember it. I can't I can't deal with scuttling. I remember Jessica Chastain being in a room with the granny and then it did get frightening, but oh, I God. can't remember. She's marvellous, isn't she? Yeah. She's a summer day. She's a bloody summer day, that woman. Like a, yeah. It's all, it's, it's, um, the, the, the colouring, the red hair. Maybe it's more of an autumn day. She's some kind of day. She's a lovely day. She's a lovely day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That would, be, that would be my review for it. It. Jessica she, Chastain she is a lovely day. So beguiled would be a great Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell bed bath. Bed, uh, in brackets. In brackets, yeah. Uh, it, it review, Jessica Chastain, she's a lovely day. She's a lovely day. I think you need to get on this film review gig. I think you could. Because you know what? I don't do any spoilers, do I? No. If anything, bed, the bed bath happens fairly early on. Yeah, you could bring this whole genre to the next level. We'll see. You could do, yeah. Twitter reviews. I will, that mean go back on Twitter and that's a whole different thing. I know spells, no. Listen, that's a, a different number of podcasts away. Yeah. Um, so, Phil, sorry, I, I, I could talk about Colin Farrell's bed bath all day. <laughs> but we won't. But we won't. Um, what is your worry of the week this week? This week, it's an old one. It popped into my head. Go on. I was mid wash up I don't know but you know when the, the mind is just idle mm-hmm. and you go oh yeah I remember that yeah um, I think I've told you about this before <laughs> <laughs> I put on a serious face it was a very serious very the safe. eyes were closed Ooh. very closed yeah. I surprised myself with that now <laughs> My heart has kind of gone racing. <laughs> the, the level of seriousness I got I'm, there. I, do you know what? I feel at the edge of my seat. Oh, yeah, because I'm well, going. We'll get what back is it? It's not that big okay. a deal. Um, oh yeah. So uh, last year, year before, I can't remember. It was a while ago. Um, it was the crack of dawn, and right. I was in the airport, and I had right. to be up at like silly o'clock. I was probably up at like half four, five a.m. to get to the airport for like very early flight. Do you know when you get up very early in the morning, you're not yourself. Oh, listen, it feels like everything's wrong. Yeah, everything's wrong. You don't know your own name. You, I feel personally that sometimes I'm just like, I don't know what I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going and I don't know if I know my own name. I always feel it's like a drunk feeling, isn't mm. it? Yeah. Hung over your drunk feeling. Complete disorientation. Mm. So I find in that mind frame you can get rattled easily. Yes. So this was how I was rattled easily. That kind of put the heart crossways in myself. Go on. I was killing time between breakfast and flight. And I was listening to one of my many uh, true crime podcasts. Right. Of which I have probably too many. And the story was being told about this serial killer, this man in America who, um, you know, they were given his life story. And then they kind of said, so by the time, by the... You can do this. I know you can. I know. I just, I, uh, yeah. Um, I keep doing that serious. <laughs> I mean, it's re- it's like it really is. It's <sighs> it's like I'm Susan Sarandon and you're Sean Penn in mm. Dead Man Walking. Yeah, I'm just I'm an, I'm an anguish. Yeah. Um. So, oh yeah. So the story went with this particular serial killer, but that by the age of twenty six, he'd murdered three people. Mm-hmm. And I kind of stopped in my tracks, and I genuinely said to myself, "Oh my god." By the time I was 26, did I murder three people? <laughs> and because of the, the mind frame I was in being so early in the morning and being so rattled at being up so early in the morning and having to like catch trains and planes and get a breakfast for myself. Yeah. 
I wasn't able to cope with that thought in the moment. So I sat there and I put my hand to my mouth and I went, just think quick, just think, have a quick think, have a quick think. By the time you were 26, did you murder three people? And I believed, I, and then the heart rate started to go yeah. as I started to believe that like I could have been also similar to that guy. Yes. Is there a possibility that maybe, maybe by the age of 26 I killed three people? And then I went, had he had, had he forgotten he'd killed people? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know. So he he knew he was a serial killer by the age of 26. Like he... I think it was... Uh, yeah, I think he could check the facts and go, right. this is a fact and this is a fact and this is a fact where I just had a momentary doubt, which is not the same as reality at all. But yes. um, I didn't have the wherewithal in the moment to give myself the, the, the grounding talk, which is, yeah, the chances are that you haven't... I don't think you know of anyone who went missing mm. or was believed to have been murdered or, you know, thank God. Yeah. Um, And I don't think what you were up to at the time was was necessarily going out murdering people. I don't think that was on your agenda. You can check an old diary. You can root out the old diaries and see was that penciled in at any stage, but I don't think so. You're probably just listening to Take That or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Justin Timberlake, actually. Justin Timberlake, yeah. Um, (laughs) I keep doing the serious things. Not really enjoying it. But there's also the thing of, and maybe this is the the reason why you thought that, there's been a lot of stuff recently about suppressed memories. And there was a documentary on Netflix, I can't remember, about the guy, I think he was Swedish, and he, oh, he had, it was, it seemed like he was coerced into rem- fa- falsely remembering Yeah, because he murders. was spending a lot of time with a lot of psychologists who yes. kind of were willing him to remember. So I can't remember. Yes, yeah. But, um, yeah, no. No, I don't. I don't think I would have. You see, if if you'd murdered someone, I think you would remember, basically. Yes. And um, I'm kind of good at memorizing key events in life. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the finer details. Don't have a massive short term memory, and I do have to write a few things down. As I say, if it doesn't go in the diary, it's not happening. <laughs> So unless I just didn't put it in the diary. <laughs> no, that, that sounds less likely. Um, plus also, I don't have a desire to kill anyone. I never have had a desire, thank God. Right, no. Um, so it took a while between me having the thought of going, oh God, Jesus, really, oh, please now, please don't let me go back in the memory bank and find that actually I have killed three people before the age of 20. No, yeah. I was too busy um doing um, a university thing, having a bit of crack, hanging out with friends, socialising, um, etc. I I think, no, I, I don't, murder wasn't my, on my agenda. It wasn't agenda. on your agenda. Also, I think if you, if there was a case of you uh, blacking out and not remembering, mm. there would have been situations where people would have gone, Philippa, oh, Philippa, that's you, you're coming in the door. You're completely covered in blood. Yeah, why are your Adidas caked and... Yeah. And, that. So there would have been, I think, even if you hadn't remembered or opted out on a ma- gone mad in some kind of yeah. rampage, then it would have come to light. Somebody would have said something. Because I'm a sloppy person, and I don't think even if I tried to cover it up as well as you know, you know, if you were trying to cover up a murder, you really yeah. would have to go to extreme lengths. You'd now. have to be, yeah, you'd have to uh, have have a plan. And if you want, yeah. if you had to write it down and it's not written down anywhere, no, you know, if you want, if you yeah. need an organisation, socks. Or maybe even better throw them out. Maybe. Because I won't go into details. I don't want to be giving anyone ideas. But no, exactly. But yeah. did you get to a point where you went, oh, oh, that jumper I loved. Where's that now? I haven't seen that in ages. Did I burn that after I did murdered I that, that after person? I'm, yeah. No, you see. No, you see. That's all. No. 
Thank and God. also, yes, and also, it would have been randos, wouldn't it? it? Wouldn't have been like your members of your family. Don't think so. so don't think so. No. And they're all present and accounted for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank God. Again, yes. very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. Um, yeah. So I think the solution to that worry was I just basically gradually woke up during the day. Yes. And by <laughs> half ten, maybe yeah. I even had a snooze on the plane. Woke up feeling refreshed and better. Yes. Um. Maybe the brain had reset a bit. And then by the time the day wore on, at least I could look back and go, yeah, that was a moment you had there this morning where you believed that for a second and it kind of gave you a bit of panic for a second there. That's It's interesting, though. Hmm. I mean, I am doing this uh, EMDR thing Hmm. at the moment. And part of it is like you sit down and you start off with one memory. That's kind of very charged for you. Mm. And then your brain kind of takes you. So say, for instance, like I was in a shop and I I got really bad news. Mm. So I'm sitting there and then, you know, so I I, I imagine myself back then and I imagine what was feeling like on a scale of one to ten, how how bad I was feeling, you know, ten being the highest. Mm. We rate that. And then my therapist does the fingery thing. She moves her finger back and forth. Yes. And then and then. She asks me where I am. I let go of it. She asks me where I am next. And I could be, oh, now I'm five. And I'm, you know, under the stairs in my mom's family home and I'm cutting my own hair. <gasps> so, you know, that, that, that's, that was two different memories that weren't linked. Mm. I'm using there. But it's interesting because as we've gone on, there's been memories that I have suppressed that have come up. Mm. And sometimes they're not really, I can't think of the whole, like I can get a snippet mm. of something and I, I don't really know what it is. I can remember I felt panicked or I felt, so, you know, uh, but I, I won't, I won't, I just can't get the picture. It's too fragmented. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I think even if you were, if you were looking for a memory, if you were sitting on the plane or, or sitting, I, I think something would have come up that would have gone, Oh, because if it was like your brain was waking up to, oh, my God, I murdered somebody. Mm. It would be like your your mind then went on a little kind of like uh, iPod shuffle looking for stuff to, to correlate with that. Yeah, it, was, it would then, try and at least I would imagine it would try to join some dots. Yeah, yeah. Thank God none of those, none of that followed. Because imagine if you did. Imagine if you did murder someone and your face was red. Oh, you'd be mortified. You're just going, I, look, I did not even think that was happening. No. Also, do you think... And this is, I'm not for one second suggesting this is true, but just to throw it for somebody who might be thinking at home, do you have some suppressed rage? Me? <laughs> <laughs> you did the most kind of innocent face I've ever seen. <laughs> Me, never. The opposite of the serious face. Yeah. Um, no, why would you think that you'd, you'd need to be carrying rage in order to think that you were capable of maybe at some stage no, killing I think, someone no I think um, not to think that I think if you were going to if you had suppressed rage it might be more normal that you might black out and kill somebody oh yeah no I don't I don't because I don't I mean like I do get angry about stuff definitely sure yeah oh, well anger is a perfectly logical emotion absolutely but I do, yeah I, don't, I like I think I, I just don't know because when someone when someone blots out and goes on a killing rampage, is it because they've got? Well, it's it's coming from massive trauma, isn't it? From them. I'd say I'd say the reasons are as different as the people who do think those things. That's true. I'd imagine. Yeah. Um, various, various reasons. But the thing is, you just go. Everyone's got their trauma. Everyone's mm. got their own stuff. We can't mm. go around murdering people just because you got trauma. 
because you know plenty of people who have had rough lives don't exactly. resort and I can I can say hand to my heart I would never in real life try and hold Colin Farrell against his will okay. I would say you're free to go mm-hmm. just just let think, me get the sledgehammer first just let just let me like hold you <laughs> No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch him against his will. Is what I'm saying. I would just be like, you, "Look, it's not my fault." In this scenario, he had an accident, and I've taken him into my ha- farmhouse, and I'm taking care of him. But I wouldn't do anything other than feed him. <laughs> yeah, make sure he got better. Yeah, and send him on his way. Exactly, and say it was lovely to have you. Yeah. <clears throat> Wish <Sorry>. him well. <clears throat> Wish him well in life. You're. An, you. You look like an angel. Good luck. Tell him to change that bandage on the leg at least once a day. Give it a good wash. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell him that. Sorry. <coughs> You're right. <coughs> Ooh. Something's gone down the wrong way. Everything's gone <coughs> down the wrong way. I think it's actually... It's something to do with Colin Farrell. <laughs> I, think it's, um, I think it's love. It's actual love coming up. <laughs> Sorry. And do you know when you go, I haven't even eaten anything this morning that would n- m- mean it came back up again. Oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. You do, you sometimes go, oh, if you feel like a bit wheezy, you go, yeah. what would actually come up? Because uh, well, I listen, don't know what's in there. I think it's taken care of, but I can't be sure. So sorry if I start doing that again. No. But I think it was probably love. It was probably love. Mm, if, you were to, if you were to guess. Yeah. If I was to write a review, I'd say. <laughs> review what now? You've reviewed Beguiled <laughs> and you've reviewed, you've reviewed It Part 2, even though it hasn't come out yet. I'd review, in my review of this podcast, this episode of this podcast, it would, just would be... It was that's, that 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 sounded like love. Sounded like love. Yeah. Okay. Again, I'm not ruining anything for anyone. Yeah, you're encouraging people to get involved themselves. Yeah. yeah. I should say choking. The choking sounded like love. Okay. Yeah. That's cryptic. Yeah. 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 And they tune in. <laughs> They'd be disappointed. Find out for yourself. <laughs> so anyway, that I had that thought a long time ago. I'm glad I haven't had it since. I recognise it was an early morning moment of yeah what the hell is going on yes that happens in the early morning when you're about your business I always feel very raw Mm. in the early morning I always Mm. feel like I'm a wound Mm. that just manages to get a jumper on I'll tell you what I do in the airport very early in the morning I do this thing this is my inner dialogue where's my bag where's my bag what's there where's my boarding pass it's on your phone Where's my phone? Where's my phone? That's all I do for yeah. about an hour and a half before I get on the plane. And then no. you get on the plane, you're kind of like, this is grand. Yeah, now I'm... A- I, can do li- I can do life. Yeah. Yeah. I No, I, to- that, I totally get that. Yeah. I, I also do a thing, I, I, I'm sure you do too, where I'm, I'm upset at being up so early. <laughs> and if anybody asks me a question, like, can I see your boarding pass? I get a bit like, does she not know I'm tired? <laughs> does she not know I've been up? For a really long time. I've been now. up forty-five minutes. Forty-five minutes. I don't want to. I don't. I don't know where it is. It's just. It, just everything feels like an assault mm. on the soul. You're not coping. No. A big old not, not coping a, session. I'm not a coper. I'm. A, I'm not a coper. And then on the other hand, a massive coper. Of course you're a coper cabana. <laughs> Is that, was that just now? Yes. <laughs> Very good. Because also I do love word association, <laughs> which will fe- feature heavily in the reviews. Was that a pun though? It was a pun, yeah. Is it? Yeah, Copra Caban. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bar- Barry Manlow. Yeah. Known to be a massive Copra himself. 
Very good. Um, so yes, I mean, Phil, no, it makes it makes no logical sense. I'm glad no. that you had the chance to have a bit of sleep, process it all, mm. wake up no, in, in the real world going, mm. oh, it's a bit... But it's like, you, it just basically what happens is you know when you wake up from a dream and, and you have time to go back to sleep and you've had a really crazy dream. Mm. And... But it it stay it stays in your system for a bit. Yeah, I suppose mm. it's the associated feelings that go with, they remain. I had a dream not too long ago that um, my the best friend's friend, who's married and has a baby, had an affair with somebody that I really liked, mm. and I was woke up and I was really upset. I was oh. crying, oh. going like, how how are they together? Mm. Like she's she's married. You she's, believed it. You were yeah. in the moment. And then I kind of went, no, they've never even met each other. I don't know why I'm thinking okay. about that. Yeah. Isn't it great when you have those realisations? Yes. And you go, I should have never even met. Yes. Although sometimes it's sad when I had a dream when I was about 14, not 14, 16, that I was really good friends with Blur. Oh. And I remember being like, I'm just really good friends with everybody in Blur and it's just my life. And then I woke up and went, I don't even know Blur. Oh, the bubble was burst. Yeah. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, you, don't, uh, you don't have to do this. That so. weird kadook that yeah, lights going off makes for some reason in film. <laughs> All Rather Mysterious. There was a lot of you too played in my house as a child. Oh. Um, and I remember thinking, when I'm older, I'm yeah. just going to write to them and say, can I join? And I fully <laughs> believed 10,000% that they'd let me. Bono would write back personally. Yeah, and he'd just go, yeah, come on, come down, we'll just sort something out. To be honest with you, we're getting a bit sick of the edge, so yeah. you can step in. And Larry wants a few months off. Do, yeah. do you know how to do drums? Do, do you know how to play any I music? don't. <laughs> I know a any bit of this and a bit of that. Well, I'm going to throw this out there. Were you after Bono's job? No, um, I wanted to kind of do the back and singing and be like kind of, um, maybe I wanted to be the female element. Yeah, yeah. But they, I were thought, they were lacking that. Yeah. Um, but I thought, yeah, I could contribute with back and vocals or a bit of dancing, you know. And I, honest <laughs> to God, at 12, yeah. thought this was a possibility. Yeah. There was nothing in my mind going, well, do you think maybe other people might want to join and maybe they were inundated with requests to join and maybe everyone else is asked, can they join? And look, they're very well established as they are as I a four-piece. But no, it's... it's and your best is... chance of getting in is to become really good at the, the guitar and get in as a session musician. Yeah. But you or even do some dancing in the background. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they had the... Um, I don't know. But anyway, look, I, I think I was getting confused. Philip, if this makes you feel any better, I... Uh, used to think that they would rewrite films mm. um, so I could be in them again. Right. So they could, like, they do Three Men and a Little Lady and I could be in it. Yeah. Not as any of the characters that are always, just as me. They'd write your part. Just just as yeah. Oh, was you? Yeah. I'd do a cameo. But I just, no, it, no, I'd be fairly, like, one of the main parts in it. Okay. But I would be there just in, enjoying myself, um, just getting in in the crack and stuff. Yeah, but being gas. In every scene, yeah. you know, <laughs> Even if you're not needed, you're in the background going, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Just contributing to the overall crack of the film. Yeah. Um, Ramping I, up the crack by 15 to 20%. And I thought that was a very realistic possibility mm. that they go, getting Yaz in. 
for the for the yeah. whole film. Yeah, I think I, I don't think Tom Selleck's busy. He wouldn't mind either. <laughs> we'll ask Ted though. Ted will be Ted will be tricky because he's the comedic element of it, and and yeah. and Yaz is going to really ramp that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so just check it's okay with him first. She's seven, so she she knows yeah. some pretty baller comic moves. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, you know, with the whole um, remake thing that's going on, and like they're ma- remaking a lot of stuff at the moment. Yes, in film, they're making. What's the the one that I'm excited to see? Uh, the it. Splash. Don't say it. No. Don't say it. Splash, they're remaking Splash. They're remaking Splash. Who's in the... Mermaid. Yeah. Channing Tatum. Oh. And the girl, I can't remember her surname, her first name is Gillian. And she's been in stuff and she's wonderful. And um, she's very funny. So she was in, (laughs) I can't think of it. She's in Office Christmas Party. Did you see that? No. With um, Jason Bateman and Jennifer Aniston and um, Olivia Munn, who I'm slightly obsessed with. Mm. And she plays this like pimp. Okay. And she is hilarious. And then she's in another sc- uh, movie with Scarlett Johansson and Zoe Kravitz, who I'm also slightly obsessed with. Mm. And uh, it's about a bunch of friends meeting up for a office Christmas party. No, that's <laughs> for um, a, a, a Hindu. Okay. And she's in it and she plays Scarlett Johansson's best friend and she's hilarious. Okay. She's just hilarious. Right. So I'm very excited about that. Oh, cool. I'm not excited about it. I don't need okay. any fucking Scotland or that big clown coming back at me. No red balloons, thank you. No, thank you very much. I don't need big scary teeth. Moving on. What were you worried about mm-hmm. this week then? Well, okay, it's it's slightly similar in in some respects. So, and it's about films as well. Oh. So I was watching um, Grizzly Man, you know, that documentary. Have you ever seen that documentary? It's My about God. this man who went to, uh, he, he used to go to this remote Island. And this is this shows you how much because I've already forgotten the plot. But he, go, he goes to this remote kind of like uh, wildlife conservation place that have loads of bears there. They're mm. wild bears, and he camps out there. Mm. And he's been doing it for like thirteen years, and he goes very close to the bears. Like he thinks he's part of nature. And he thinks he's 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 like uh, like with the bears understand him. He's given them all names, and mm. he's become really kind of well known. He doesn't he hasn't making any money out of it. He goes to schools, and they call him the Bear Man, and he does like you know he does slideshows about the bears and stuff. Mm. Now he's completely obsessed with the bears, and he used to be an actor mm-hmm. and gave it up, and now kind of comes to to this place. For I think about 12 weeks, lives there and then comes back. And there's a guy who brings him there in a helicopter, helicopter, little tiny plane thing, Mm. and then brings him back, comes and gets him later on. Um, But the story is that he had gone there in the 13th or 14th year, I think it was, brought a girlfriend with him. And when they they stayed and and there was something kind of changing, the the bears hadn't eaten well that that particular time. I think it was like the summertime. Mm -hmm. Um, And they... Went, they left at the end, went to the airport. But when they came, uh, when they got there, there was some kind of problem. They wouldn't let him on the flight. And he got so angry. And he was kind of eccentric and highly strung anyway. Mm-hmm. That he went, he was like, fuck it, I'm going back to the to the bears. So he brought the girl back and they they got killed by one of the bears. When like, they should have gone home. When they should have gone home. And they were very, like it was, they had a recording of the, 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 the killing and oh, stuff. No. And... But they didn't show it. They just, you know, oh God. it was just alluded to it. So it was very dramatic. It was very, very sad. And I watched it, mm. took in the full extent of how terrible it was and then mm. went, something like that's going to happen to me. And I, I'm quite 
and I'm going to say this because I think it might be obvious to people who listen to this. I'm quite self-centered. Like I'm quite, like I think I, I talk an awful lot. And even when we're having these podcasts, like another one, side worry, I think I talk more than you do. And I think that sometimes, I, like if I was listening to this, I'd go, she going to shut her fucking mouth for two seconds at Philip talk? No, it's because I, I, I don't talk a lot in general. <laughs> but I think you, no, I think you, you talk a lovely amount. This is just rabbiting. It's nonsense that I do. You're, ju- you're judging yourself now. You're judging yourself. I just wanted it to be said for the record, for people who are just <laughs> keeping records of it. But I, I kind of went, why the fuck would I make a film about a man who had been killed by a bear suddenly about me and how you, I'm going to die? You saw something terrifying and a lot of people imagine what it would be like in that scenario. You put out your empathy arm and you go, oh, how can I relate to this? And because you haven't experienced anything like that, you go, what, you know, what would it be like if that happened to me? And before you know it, you're in, oh, Jesus Christ, what if that happened to me? This could happen to me. Yes. I think also there was aspects of his personality that I could relate to, like the fact that he used to be an actor mm-hmm. and the fact that like he felt more comfortable around animals and mm-hmm. like in nature. fields and nature, mm-hmm. which I think I do feel. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time since I've been in nature with animals. But yeah, it's the same way that I for a moment believed it might be possible that I could have killed three people in my youth. Mm-hmm. For a moment, you also jetted off to that place and thought. In that moment, you could end up living in the wilderness and dying out there. Yeah. Do you have any plans to do that? No, not really, because um, I like to have my makeup on. So I don't. It's not that kind of like glam. You could go glamping. I could go glamping, but I don't know about glam survival lists. I don't know. No. If people. I don't know if that has happened yet. I mean, I'll look into it for sure. Mm. But I think, that, like, for me, it wasn't bears, it was always horses. I think they're less threatening. They're less likely to eat a human. But there's there was something about him being in nature that I definitely get if you're very sensitive and very highly strong, which I have in aspects of in my personality for sure. I, If I'm in a field, right, I'm happy. If I can see... And I, I don't know if it's a thing about relating that to home and being in Ireland and being, mm. you know, kind of feeling safe and, you know, small again. But there's definitely something about nature, nature where yeah. I just it's like my my the, my soul can just kind of rest a bit. Yeah. Well, they do say walking in nature, connecting with nature. I do you know what I, I did Go once on. upon a time. What? This is like counted on your hand amount of times, but. I read this actually. I was gonna. I was gonna say this is like the thing that I have been enjoying during the week. Eckhart Tolle, New Earth, Power of Now, mm-hmm. author. That guy. He says if you're very like ramped up and need a bit of chilling out to do, uh, look at a tree. I know it sounds very simple. Yeah. But he's onto something because if you start just staring at a tree, yeah, and you just notice how still they are, yet they're still moving. Yeah. They only do the amount of moving that they need to do. Yes. Because the wind is, but like they always come back to their original position. Yeah. So things come along, move the tree, but the tree will always spring back to its original shape. Yeah. Yet it's grounded, it's rooted, it's still, it's calm. You know that it would take an awful lot to topple that tree. Oh, I need to be a tree. Yeah. And if you can kind of like admire that in a tree, Mm -hmm. before you know it, you start wishing those attributes for yourself. 
Yes. So you start to kind of imagine yourself being still yeah. and calm and unmovable. And no matter what's going to come along, you spring back to your original shape as well. That's very interesting. So that nature stuff is magic if you're feeling a bit unrested and yeah. you're feeling a bit all over the place. I went for a savage long walk in the um, countryside last weekend. Mm -hmm. At the time, it wasn't like I was getting much out of it, but I knew afterwards I was like, that did me good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I do love a big long walk and I think, yeah, that just is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And interestingly enough, my therapist said to me that... Um, she said that my my like if there's a a bit of me like a, the like the tummy area like in in there in the soul part is all squidgy, and mm -hmm. she said that I'm I mean she's literally right because I, I do I do have a muffin um but she was saying that it's about making that strong so that I don't need anybody mm. and that and that in itself kind of means that I'm protected like in that way of being un, solid unshakable or that mm. I can move like mm. like you're saying like like the Parts of me can move, but I'd always be grounded in who yeah, I am. Yeah, because the wind is like life. Life will come along. You have to move with it. Mm. There's going to be turbulence. There's going to be storms. But the goal is that you'll always spring back to how you're meant, not how you're meant to be, but how you naturally would be. Yeah. Which is, you know, consistent. Consistent. I think, though, I take things so personally and I think I... I I feel very at times attacked by life mm -hmm. that I just want to run away. Mm -hmm. I think that's what, again, with the film, what kind of I understood because I, okay. I was like, this is somebody who has been, who's quite childlike now. I mean, I would say that I don't feel like I'm childlike. I feel like I'm the oldest tree in the tree, Forest. tree shop. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but see, in the garden centre. In the garden centre. <laughs> <laughs> the oldest tree in the garden centre. But I can see like how this guy in the film, he he wants people to be good. Mm. And he thinks... Oh, he's fully disillusioned with the modern world. Yeah. In and, a way. I, and I keep... I was saying to a friend of mine not too long ago, like I, I, I always meet people and expect them to behave in the way that I behave towards people, mm -hmm. which is that, you know, I'm concerned with that person's well-being and I want everyone to be happy and good you know, intentions yeah mm. and and I find it really shocking and I think also it's the the industry that we work in is not famous for you know having healthy well-adjusted empathetic people involved in it but I, I find it quite shocking that I I'm no, I'm I'm it's it's very hard to meet people who reflect that back to me like you do obviously and I've got like good other good mates where the empathy and compassion and warmth is definitely radiated back to me. Mm. But I feel like if if I meet someone who isn't so kind, it really it really knocks me down. Mm -hmm. I, it's because I'm way too sensitive. Like I'm I'm very sensitive in a way that doesn't do me any favors. Mm -hmm. So I think looking at him and him being in the wild and seeing how happy that made him, mm. I was going, yeah, there is a part of me. You know, if I could just have my little tent, but also have a salon. I probably around the corner. Yeah, probably. that still does a blow dry for about ten pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they've opened there. It's just me and some yeah, it's horses a bit in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, unless you ran the salon. Yeah, but then you can't. Then there's. I don't there. want. Yeah, I don't want anyone coming in because you've ran away from yes. the world. I just want the people who bring in the shampoo and the, mm. the the different stuff. Yeah, but they can come. You know, but they wouldn't have to come that often. It's just me as a client. We can strike a compromise. It's a pop up salon. Exactly. Yeah. It's, yeah, so, it's a pop. <laughs> so what worried you, worried you or frightened you about 
the documentary. Yeah. The documentary. Yeah. Um, it was the thing that she'd end up alone in the wilderness. Dead. Dead by an animal. <laughs> well, yeah. I suppose that's worst case scenario of, of living in the wilderness is something like that yes. would happen. Yeah. And I mean, I know, as I said, I don't think horses go nuts and, and kill me, but you never know. You, you could get know. one. But yeah, it's it's that. It's I think my, I have a big fear of of being alone and die. Yes. Doesn't matter. And both of them going together sometimes. Yes. Yes. Just, you know, falling over, tripping over something and then, you know, not being found for, for a long time. Yeah. Or tripping over in the wild and not being found for a long time. It's a very raw human. Yeah. Base fear, I think. Yes. Because yeah. like, I'd, I'd like to think that I'm, you know, if something were to happen, uh, tip wood? Where's, where's Is there any wood in this room? Jesus, there's a wooden... I it. Quick. Um, that I would go, I, I had a, a great time. I had a lot of fun. That was great. I worried way too much. I was anxious way too much. But yeah. for the most part, I had, you know, good fun. But but re- realistically, I think, oh, God, please, please, please. I just just don't. I, I just need to stay alive for a bit longer because there's so many things I need to get done. Yeah. I've got an agenda. I've got an agenda. A good agenda. Number one of things to do. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Meet Colin Farrell. Meet. Meet Colin Farrell. Work with Colin Farrell. Work with Colin Farrell from a distance, obviously, because this is going to be the restraining order. <laughs> this is going to be the evidence used for a restraining order. Mm. Fine. Fine. Let him run. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, fear of death is a natural thing. We all have it. Yeah. But it's, it's the running, I think it's more the, 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 what was more upsetting about it and more, more kind of hit me was how happy he was being away from people, being being isolated and being around the mm. bears. Like I could see, I, I was looking at going, yeah, I would feel really happy in that environment if it was just me and some foxes and some bears mm. slash horses in the middle mm. of nowhere for months. Mm. I'm, I would, I would do really well in that atmosphere. I'd feel very peaceful. Yeah. Um, but then I'd get killed for it, wouldn't I? Punishment. Oh, it's very damning. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, who do I think I am? I'm trying to stifle a burp. I'm not getting emotional. <laughs> it's that burp from earlier. Uh. <laughs> was that really? No, that was, that that was, was really good. good. Oh, really? Yeah. It was just... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. It looked... Really? It, it, looked, looked, it looked and sounded very well, realistic. Well, in these headphones, it sounds very oh, real. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> that less so. Well, that's because you've... you've I've built it out. out. Yeah. Well, no, you burp. You did two good solid ones. So yeah. You don't have much left. To, exactly yeah. in the old pipes. Um, yeah. But I, I, yeah, again, I don't really know what the solution is, or, or like obviously there's not. We, I was just triggered by going. Yeah, you're just you're kind of worried that like God, the only way I'll find peace in this world is by getting the hell out. Yeah, by living in. That's in what it'll take, and it's still going to end wrong. It's still going to end wrong. That's exactly it. It's still going to end wrong. Because I think that you think about what the places that made you happiest in your life and for me it's always been the countryside it's mm. always been in the like in the deep deepest darkest countryside mm. where it's just me and some pals usually mm. and a bunch of horses yeah. and I just kind of go that to me is like there's 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 that's that's my happy place that's yeah. the, you know paradise paradise mm. I think watching it made me go back to that feeling and knowing oh it's like really weird but like the way long grass feels when it hits against oh, your yeah. arms, you know, yeah. or like and having to walk through it. And the smells and the sounds. And the smells and the sounds and yeah. the bugs and the, yeah. you know, everything else that goes along. Oh, 
was the really frightening thing that the thought of your paradise, i.e. living in the countryside, Mm -hmm. could be turned into hell, i.e. being eaten by the bear. Yes. That your paradise could, that you could find paradise. Yeah. And it could all end horribly. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Is that it? Well, see, I have a thing, and I think it might be a Catholic thing, where I think that God giveth and he taketh away. Take no, away. no, don't believe in that. I think no. I, the thing is, I, I, if I do believe in anything, I do believe that you know there's there's a good energy in the world. Yeah, I'm gonna sound so hippie now, but like I think that they, like you know there is Go there. there is goodness in the world that's totally. just around, and and everyone's trying their best. Yeah, everyone's trying to do good in their own way, but I do also think, and again, it's, it's 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 God slash like uh, authority figures when I was a kid. All right, so it would be. There was lots of like, we're going to do this or you can have this. And then all of a sudden, no, we're not doing this and you're not having that. Oh, OK. And so 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 the I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. When something really nice happens, I go, when am I going to get fired? When is he going to leave me? Mm-hmm. When am I going to get fat again? When am I, go-? you know, all of the things. It's just I, I can't sit in a moment. It's going to go wrong. I had one moment uh, uh, many years ago where I was, I woke up one morning and I was very slim. Mm-hmm. And not, I didn't wake up, and I was very slim. I had I had been dieting pretty severely, and so I was very very slim. I was uh, doing a really great gig with my best friend that I loved. Mm-hmm. I had money in the bank, and I w- woke up next to someone who I just thought was the bee's knees, mm-hmm. and I was just going. So nothing wrong with my body, nothing wrong with my bank account, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with my job, nothing wrong with my love life. Tick 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 tick. And tick. it was like my whole body just seized up in fear. Because I was just going, this is not right. When is this going to end? Because yeah. stuff like this does not happen to me. This is the thing. Was I, 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 I mentioned Eckhart Tolle earlier on. Yes. Power now. Power now. New art. That's it. It's just what it, I've just basically. I haven't read the books yet, but I've been listening to him speaking to Oprah on yeah. her podcast. Oh, the Super Soul Sunday. Uh, Super Soul Set Com- conversations. Conversations. Yeah. Yes, that's the name of the podcast. And. The start of this year, she did, the two of them did 10 weeks, 10 episodes of um, his book, A New Earth, broken down into sections. Yes, I do remember this because I, because yeah. a woman from Ireland was on it and I was like, oh, we can use Skype. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, she phoned in with the question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so his whole thing is just always, you just always have to be at peace with the now. Mm. You only have the now. And you always have to find a way to find peace with the now. Now, listen. Yes. Now. 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 Right. L- listen. Now. 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 I could. Right. I, I could. Now. Now, you know about this, this about me. I'm very, very good at surrendering things. Yeah. Letting things go and do and doing the whole, if it was meant to be, it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. If I was supposed to get that job, I'll get that job. If not, that was always meant for that other person. Mm. And then there's some aspects where I kind of go, yeah, and I'm letting that go. I'm not fucking letting it go. I'm not fucking letting it go at all. Because do you know what? I'm fucking right. I am right about this. So you better get that thing right back down to me yeah. right now. You've made a mistake. You've made a mistake. God. And do you know what? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, can you put your father on the phone? Because I need to talk to him for a second. I need to just clarify something with him really quick. I'll be yeah. five minutes. I'll be five minutes. Come on. I know he's yeah. busy, but I've... Come on. No, no, I'll wait. I'll wait. I'll wait here all bloody day. Yeah. Go get him. I've got time. Has he? Hello. Oh, he's not. No one's there. Hello. I ran out of credit. <laughs> But it's 
that it's that like absolutely understanding that what he what Eckhart Tolle is saying is mm-hmm. is completely true. Mm-hmm. So like like accept it because it's real life. Mm-hmm. My cousin one time said and it was a brilliant thing. If you pick a fight with life, you lose every time. And it's a oh. big thing of like, if you pick a fight with what is, you lose every time. Yes, 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 and, yes, yes. And I kind of think that's really clever. Mm-hmm. And I know it. And, I, and it's all in the head. And it's all, you know, mm. it's traveling down the body. It's and a, then. Yeah, it's an everyday. It's an everyday exercise. And I'm not saying that I'm fully indoctrined. At the moment, all I can handle is mm-hmm. listening to the podcast over and over again. When it comes to me actually putting it into practice. Different thing. Very difficult. Yeah. It's a big ask because mm. it just asks you to park your ego and get in touch with that calm tree within you and just kind of watch life and be very present in the now, which is terribly difficult when you've got any amount of thoughts run through your head, yeah. all these expectations you have of yourself and others and of life. It's it's an ask. But one day maybe we'll get there. Do you know what? With a continual right. practice. And even even talking about it now, I kind of go, yeah. Because what's, yeah. what's wrong with right now? Is there any problem with right now? You only have now. Because yeah. in the future... It'll be now. What, I'm eaten by a bear? No. No. It'll it'll be now. Okay, it'll be Yes, it's always now. Well, it's yeah, always have, now. Have you ever like read one of those books where they're like, there is no such thing as time, past, present and future are all happening at the same time. And so um, really the future doesn't exist because the future will only ever be now. Yes. And the past doesn't exist anymore. It's just done. But the past sometimes comes into your present if you're not dealing with the past. It's all like very fascinating. Mm. Um. And then I kind of go, oh, okay, so. Sounds, yeah, exactly. I have that. We go, sounds amazing. Yeah, and then you just Back go, to, where's my frigging keys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The house is going to burn down. Um, did, I leave the, did I leave the hob on? Yeah. Chances are I did. Why the isn't he end. calling me back? This is it. That's, Why isn't yeah. he calling it's me It's all about back. quiet and that's, now, we only have five more minutes and that's yeah. a whole other conversation. That's a whole other, that's, maybe we can get on Super Soul Conversations with Oprah and Eckhart. I don't think they'd let us on. It's a bit like joining you too, or getting or getting them to <laughs> yes. or getting them to rewrite Three Men and a Little Lady for you. It's possible. Yeah, it's highly possible. You never know. I'd, I'd sit next know. to Oprah, and uh, I do I do lots of you know I'd back her up a lot. Oh I'd, yeah, yeah, really support her. Yeah, go good point, good point mm. there, Oprah. Mm. Jesus, you're not given half the credit you you deserve. Mm-hmm. Oprah for president. I'd I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah, she'd, 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 no, she wouldn't like me. I'd be kissing up to her. Um, what have you been doing? Sometimes we're doing this and sometimes we're not checking in about what we're doing to make ourselves feel better. Well, that was what I was <laughs> going to bring up was that I've been listening to my yeah. Eckhart Tolle, Oprah Winfrey, yeah. Super Soul Conversations, conversation regarding his book, Yeah, A New Earth. Haven't read the book. Incredibly enjoying the podcast mm-hmm. because now there's 10 episodes, but he's bringing up a lot of stuff where you go, if I could master that yeah. and get it into practice, yeah, I think the mind would quieten down very, very significantly mm. and things could be very approachable. I loved, you see, I think it's episode one, he starts talking about the cam tree yeah. and watching the tree. Yeah. And while you're watching the tree, get in touch with your breath. Yeah. Be in your body akin to mindfulness, etc. But the whole concept of becoming at peace with the now Especially because worry is so based on what could happen, mm. what has happened. Yeah. We're literally wasting our lives on worry. Worry is a completely redundant exercise. It's a waste of energy. Yeah. It affects your own energy. If you can master the the peace of the moment, mm-hmm. P-E-A-C-E, peace in the moment. Yeah. Because you only have the moment. 
bring that forth into your life. And then, so I think what I listened to today, can't remember what episode it was, maybe episode nine. They said that if you can master peace in the now, you're almost, this is when they'll only entertain the future, is that, well, this is where they'll entertain the future, is if you can master peace in the now, your future is maybe guaranteed to be peaceful also. Because if you can master peace of the moment, <laughs> now you're bringing it forward into the future with you. Oh, yes. God. Oh, God, did that make any sense? It did. No, Sorry I, if I, got I butchered it. all that. And no. again, I'll disclaimer, I haven't read any of the books. I'm just loving the podcast. And it's been giving me a lot of food to thought. Food for thought? Yeah. Exactly. And um, <laughs> I'm going to keep listening um, because it, it if you can have, like at the moment, I'm getting snippets and moments of peace in the moment. Mm. And they're bloody gorgeous. Yeah. I'm going to try and do that. I've been, I've, you know, just been doing odds and sods. I've been doing a lot of therapy, but I've, I've mentioned that before. So in uh, backup of what you're saying, I'm going to listen to those podcasts. Yeah. Also, I did read that book, so I might reread it again. Very good. Yeah. Listen, gang, uh, thanks very much for tuning in. Don't ring Colin Farrell's solicitor. Just leave it as it is, okay? But if you want to email us. Yeah. About anything. Mm-hmm. Our email address is weheartwarrior@gmail.com. That's it. Send us in your thoughts, fears, worries, anxieties, what you're thinking, what you're not thinking. Actually, don't send in what you're not thinking because that's not Then they're not anything. Yeah, this is just a blank email. <laughs> we don't want blank emails. Thanks very much. Um, but listen, we'll talk to you real soon. Yeah, have a lovely week yeah. or whatever you're up to. Make sure it's fun. Yeah, and live in the now. Yeah, if you can. Bye. Bye. Greatbigowl.com. My name's Jason Fleming. The More Than My Past podcast will see me talking to a wide range of inspiring people. People who have confronted and overcome addiction or imprisonment or both and turned their lives around. I did mad things that was hurting myself and hurting other people. Everybody grows up in a house called normal. Heroin addiction and chaos was my normal. Some people don't understand the word moderation and uh, I was definitely one of those people. The More Than My Past podcast. 